Love came down. Love came down. In flesh, he walked among us. Oh, our sins. Through death, he rose victorious, bursting from the grave. He rose glorious. We sing light of the world. Even death cannot contain. defeated on that day He is alive He is risen from the grave All our sins are washed away O light of the world Perfect light Perfect light Shining down upon us We are free And in we are victorious Light of the world Even death cannot contain
If y'all will go ahead and stand with us one more time, we're going to sing a, a Christmas song together.
This really is the best time of year, isn't it? Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, I heard someone recently, well, I say recently, it's been a little while now, and they said, you know, Christmas is the time when the whole world unwittingly sings praise to God. You know, Christmas tunes are going and everybody's talking about joy to the world and how Jesus has come. Can we just take a second and just thank Jesus? Just give him a hand. Like, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for coming and saving us, God. This whole time of year, man, this is like... Christmas really is, I mean, we, of course, this is not necessarily the day of history when we're sure that Jesus is born, but this is a day we've set aside to celebrate the best gift the world has ever received. And um, today, as a part of the rest of the season, we're, we're going to have some fun here. There's going to be some puppets and some kids singing. How many of you guys ready to take some pictures of some kids? Yeah, that's good. Uh, we're going to have some of that going on, but... There is going to be some flashing lights as a part of this performance. So if, if, that, uh, if you're kind of photosensitive or that bothers you, just giving you kind of a fair warning, there's going to be some razzle-dazzle. So uh, get ready. So uh, I just want to take a second. Uh, Mr. Jim, would you wave in the back right there? You guys know Kim and Adam, and I think a lot of you know Mr. Jim. He really helped our, our teens which you will not see but in puppet form, uh, get ready for today. And um, man, we're just super thankful for that. And uh, we're super thankful to your parents of teenagers. You guys have awesome teens. We love working with them. And without further ado, we will begin with a throwback to the past.
These children who are holding their blankets, that's our swaddling clothes. Oh. <laughs> are we ready? Ready? Get your babies. Get your babies. Got your babies?
Can we give them one more round of applause? Chickens. You know, we're just glorified chickens. Spreading the gospel, man. God has just made us bold with the spirit, that's all. That's good. Um, just want to uh, say thanks again, uh, just on behalf of all the kids' department, uh, to you parents. Um, if you guys didn't bring your, your kids and entrust us just to spend time with them and talk to them about Jesus, uh, we wouldn't be able to do any of this, you know, or the stuff that we do on a normal basis. And uh, it's an honor and a privilege to get to spend time with your kids and grandkids and uh, tell them about Jesus. It's awesome. So thank you, parents. And uh, thank you for uh, getting them into the house of God. You know, this is, this is one of the most important investments you can make over time. Get them into the house of the Lord, show them what Jesus looks like, and, uh, and trust the investment. So um, as we're going to transition, Pastor, I'm just going to have you come to the stage and share a couple of things. Amen. Let me uh, first of all say thank you to all the people that's worked so hard this week. Jeannie and I have said this has been the greatest Christmas week I think we've ever had. Yeah. Well, last year we were really like getting death's door with COVID and we didn't get to celebrate Christmas. So we're kind of getting a, we're making up for last year maybe. But, but this week we had a, a, a laser tag in here. You should have seen the way this was decorated in here Thursday night. And then we transitioned into the Palooza Friday night. And then Christmas played it out. I mean, this has been an awesome week. And the guys that have worked so hard, uh, Mark and Charity and Seth and Becca, and I don't know who all was on that team, decorating and putting all that together, that was so incredible. And today, what you guys have done, you know, 10 years ago, I had been praying and praying for a puppet ministry. And uh, Brother Jim Weffler started coming to our church. And they put together this incredible, awesome puppet ministry. And uh, they performed for several years. And then he moved to Pennsylvania. And uh, we prayed him back to Virginia. <laughs> and then so Jim and his entire team, I don't even know who to call out. But uh, I tell you what, if you had something to do with the puppet ministry, Palooza, or the laser tag setting that up, I want you to stand up. Don't be bashful, please. Everybody that participated in that. because we want to enjoy this season. But guys, it, it's hard to be serious after a bunch of clucking, you know. <laughs> but it is serious, you know, because I was thinking of this morning when I, when I got up and come to the church. You guys know me in song lyrics. I just, I don't know what it is about song lyrics, but it's Christmas time, but the song lyrics that came to my mind was at Calvary. And it says, years I spent in vanity, and pride 
caring not that my Lord was crucified, knowing not that it was for me he died at Calvary. Oh, the love that drew salvation's plan. Oh, the grace that brought it down to man. Oh, the mighty gulf that God did span at Calvary. There was mercy and his grace was free. There, mercy was multiplied to me. There, my burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. You say, well, that's not really a song that we would think about at Christmas. But if you think about it, Jesus said, for this purpose came I into the world. Because you see, the very beginning, when man sinned in the garden, the very first thing God did was he said he went out and made skins of animals and covered their sin. You see, blood had to be shed to cover man's sin. And throughout the entire Old Testament, they brought blood sacrifice to cover man's sin. But all it could do was cover it. It couldn't remove it. Because every animal that was sacrificed was under the curse. And that blood was imperfect. But on the day that, listen, after 400 years of silence, the prophets had prophesied. You know, it's, it's nice when you can have a conversation with somebody and then all of a sudden they're gone and you can't have that conversation anymore. Some of you know what I'm talking about if you've lost somebody close to you. Well, God's people had always had a close relationship with God, and he had spoke to them through the prophets. And then for 400 years, there were no prophets. And then the angel appeared to Zechariah and said, your son is going to be born. He's going to be the forerunner of the Christ, John the Baptist. Then he appeared to a little virgin girl and says, that baby that's in your womb is from God Almighty. And then the night that he was born, the very first word spoken from the heaven over mankind was, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David the Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And you will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. After 400 years of silence, God told us, Look, I am bringing something into the world that's not going to just cover your sin but it's going to remove your sin because the blood that flowed in the veins of Jesus Christ was God's own blood himself. It was perfect. It was not under the curse. And when he shed his blood, it just didn't cover our sin. It removed our sin. And it it gave us the ability to step from darkness into the light. And so I don't know who's here this morning. I don't know if you've ever made a commitment to Jesus Christ. You may be that person that has spent years in vanity, in pride, not caring that Jesus was crucified, not realizing that it was for you that he died at Calvary. And there your burdened soul can find liberty. So I'm going to ask you if you would just to stand to your feet. As we close out the service this morning with a song, I would like to ask you, if you never made Jesus Christ the Savior of your soul, what better time than when we celebrate the birth of Jesus, when he broke the silence, And he came into the earth for one purpose and one purpose only. To redeem you and I. From a life of sin to a life of righteousness. Because one day, I I can't wait to get to my New Year's message. I want to preach it right now, but I'm going to wait. One day we're going to stand before that throne, guys. 
And nothing that you've done on earth matters except what you did with Jesus Christ. What will you do with the gift that God gave you? Because you're either going to reject it, ignore it, not pay any attention to it, or you're going to receive it. There's no other option but that. For the Bible said, Jesus said, I am the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. And he came into the earth to save your soul for one purpose, to hang it on a cross. He went from the cradle to the cross, from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the throne. And he sits on the right hand of the Father making intercession for you and I right now. Jesus Christ is literally praying for you right now before the Father. The Bible says he makes intercession for us. Isn't that good to know that Jesus, he cares that much about me? That he prays for me, prays for my soul. Father, we just come before your throne in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray over every single person that is here. Lord, those that are listening through the internet, God, if they've never made a decision for you, Lord, just touch their heart right now. If you're here this morning, you've never trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior. Listen, that is something personal. I don't always have altar calls. Because in my mind, if you mean it, then you mean it. Whether you're kneeling at an altar, you're standing where you are, you're driving down the road, wherever you decide, Lord, I'm giving my life to you, you mean it or you don't. All right? So if you mean that, just give your heart to him. It's simple. Just saying, God, I'm a sinner. I know that I'm a sin, and that sin separates me from you. But you span that mighty gulf. That song said, what a mighty gulf did God span at Calvary because there was a gulf between man and God and Jesus Christ. He made a bridge across that gulf. And if that is separating you from God, then right where you are, just ask Jesus to come into your heart and to change your heart and to save you. And he will. The Bible says that any man that comes to me with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, I will in no wise turn away. So if you come to him right now and just say, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and save me, he will. Amen. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, I'm going to ask you, not that I'm not going to call you out or anything, but just as an act of faith. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me before men, I will be ashamed of you before my Father, which is in heaven. And so I'm going to just look around. And if you're here this morning, you say, I've never trusted Jesus as my Savior. But this morning is an act of faith. I'm going to raise my hand and say, Pastor, I want you to pray for me when you close in prayer. I want to commit my life to Jesus today. I won't embarrass you, I promise. All right? If that's you, would you just slip up your hand right where you are? I'd like to pray for you when we close. I won't call you by name. All right? This is between you and God. And you're just giving testimony that I'm making a commitment to Jesus Christ today. Is there anyone who would like to say, I want to trust the Lord today. He didn't die in vain. He died for me. You're all ready for the kingdom or you simply don't care. All right, one of the two. I'm going to assume you're ready for the kingdom. All right. I hope that you just don't care. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right. Amen. We started at the first of the year. We come into the Lord with thanksgiving. We come into the courts with praise. And we said we're going to enter the courts with praise and we're going to leave out with praise. So we sing coming in. We sing going out. And so we're going to just take a minute just to worship the Lord before we close in prayer. Why don't you just join us as we go to the Lord in song. Amen. Hunter.
Amen. Yes. One last thing I want to do before we close. I was coming into church today and I ran into somebody that was, this time of year, a lot of people, it's hard for people at Christmas, especially if it's your first Christmas without a loved one. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And it's, it's difficult. You know, it's a time you want to rejoice, but you're missing them. And, and um, when we started the year last year um, and went through 2022, there, we started it with some people that's not here today, you know, because they've gone on to be with the Lord. And um, I, I just wanted to do one more song to s- celebrate the fact that we don't say goodbye to our loved ones. Amen. We're going to see them again. That is one of the most wonderful things about Jesus Christ, you know. He said that I I show you a mystery, he said. He said it's concerning those that sleep, those that have died. He said they shall not all sleep. But the Lord himself would descend with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up in the air. And we will meet the Lord in the air and forever be with the Lord. You know, so the good news is even though we miss them today, we're going to see them again. Amen. And so we didn't say goodbye. We're going to, we just said till we see you again, you know. So uh, I just wanted as a reminder to do one more song about the fact that the grave is not going to hold us down. Amen. And the grave's not going to hold them down. So if we can just do, can you appease me just one more song? Amen. All right, let's do one more, Hunter, if you would, please.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody asked me, are we going to be having service on the 25th? That's next Sunday. I'm like, of all days in the year, we should be assembling to recognize the real reason for the Christmas season would be on his birthday, amen, or the day we celebrate his birthday. So the answer to that is, yes, we will be having a service next Sunday. Now, I know the kids are going to be excited about their Christmas gifts and that, so we are telling all the parents, bring them in their pajamas, that'll be fine. All right, we're going to, we have a very special service plan. You don't want to miss this. This is going to be very special. It's going to be really short. All right, unless the Lord does something that I haven't planned, okay? We always leave room for the moving of the Holy Spirit. Amen. But um, we will be meeting next Sunday if you, you want to take time. Be here at 10 o'clock sharp. Amen. Father, we just thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you that we could come into your house, Lord. And we, we want to be able today to leave and say it was good to be in the house of God. And, Lord, we thank you that we can assemble here freely, Lord, and openly. God, we just give you praise, Jesus. You're worthy. You're worthy of our praise. Thank you so much for your willingness to leave your throne in glory and take on flesh and come before men. Now, Lord, we just want to praise you today. Lord, and not just today, but every day, God. So as we leave here, Lord, I pray a special anointing over the body of Christ, Lord, that we will be effective witnesses, Lord, everywhere we go and everyone that we see. Lord, I speak a blessing over every home that is represented here today, God. May it be a refuge, Lord, an escape from the world, Lord, a place where the Holy Spirit is welcome. Lord, I pray that people come into our homes and they say there's something special here. And Lord, may it be the presence of your Holy Spirit. May we honor you, God. Lord, I speak a blessing over every marriage, Lord, that you will strengthen the relationship between husbands and their wives, Lord. I speak a blessing over the relationship between parents and their children. Lord, I pray that the children will be obedient to their parents, which is the first commandment with promise that their days would be long on the earth. And then, Lord, I pray that you speak peace between the relationship of siblings, one with each other. Lord, we speak a special blessing over those who are walking their journey alone, God, and they're looking for their mate, our young people, God. Lord, may you guide their steps and bring them to that, the, the right person, Lord, that special person that you have chosen for them, oh God. And then, Lord, if they're content just to live their life separated to you, then, God, you be their mate. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Before we close, I want to do one last thing. All my children, and some of them stepped out, but I want to, I want to pray a special blessing over these guys. We had a, a sectional presbyter, our district superintendent, rather, came the first year we were in our new sanctuary. And when his wife came up to greet the people, she normally would just say, you know, I'm, we're glad to be here and those kind of things. But she stopped and she said, the Lord has just impressed upon me to tell you that the sanctuary that you have built here today will not contain what God is going to do here. And so people just, be, the, the Spirit of the Lord just moved that Sunday. And people came to the altar and started praying. And one of our ladies came to me and said, the Lord has said that that move of God will come through the lives of our children. And so we're pouring into these children. Mom and dad, you're pouring into them at home. We're pouring into parents and families. The purpose, somebody asked me one day, what is the purpose of Central Virginia Assembly of God? And I had to think and pray about that because we can come up with a real cute little cliche about this is why we're here. 
But the Lord finally revealed to me our purpose is to see a positive, measurable transformation in the lives of individuals and families in the Central Virginia area. That's why we're here. I want to see a measurable transformation. The Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. And so it's our job to pour into you to watch God transform you into what He had chosen for you to be. And if we do that on the, on the adult level and help moms and dads to do that in the children's level, and then when they come in here, we dedicate these children to the Lord. And then I challenge everybody in this church to help raise these children, to be an example, because they're watching you. And I challenge you to be an example that they can follow. We're raising up a mighty army of God, mighty women and men of God. And Father, I pray a special blessing, Lord, a special anointing, God, a special covering and a special protection, Lord. Not over just their physical being, but God, over their spirit, over their mind, God. Lord, our, our younger generations are being bombarded, God, with the things of the world through media and internet and all of that. God, I pray a supernatural protection, Lord, over their spirit, God. The things that they see and the things that they hear, Lord. God, I pray that you give them an ear to hear you, God. Father, make their hearts sensitive to receive from you, Lord. May they know your voice, God. May they know your leading. And God, that you would guide them, Lord. And, and God, that you would anoint them and speak to them, Lord. And, and show them, God, that even though they are young and they're small, there is no baby Holy Spirit and adult Holy Spirit. There's just the Holy Spirit. And the same Spirit that's in their moms and dads is the same Spirit that's in their little hearts, God. Use them mightily, Lord. Anoint them, God. Raise them up, Father, to be great in the kingdom of God. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.